Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you are listening to Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Joining me, as always, are my co-hosts from the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast, Rebellious D and Double OT Terrific Trav. How you fellas doing today? Hey, terrific, you know, ready, baby. Hey, ready to rock. Hey, I'm ready to rock, too. It has been a fun and interesting month. We've been celebrating Black History Month here on the channel. And mm-hmm. uh, guys, it's it's been fun. Like we've had some really awesome people come up here and join mm-hmm. us, and now mm-hmm. we are at the final end of the road, the journey. You got boys to men singing the song, and what are uh, they singing? What, what what are they singing? At the end of, of the, the road. road. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, look. When I think about Boys and Men, I always think about that episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, uh-huh. was trying to, yeah, he was trying to get him to sing it. Uh, For and sure. Uh huh. And we got and that new Bel Air. They ain't gonna be on the new Bel Air. Yeah, they ain't gonna be on the new Bel Air. <laughs> They'll probably have. Uh, are, are there any uh, boy bands or anything like that that could be on Bel Air? Any R and B groups? I can't think of any. Uh, B2K yeah, was the awesome. last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there was, wasn't there. Uh, Pretty was Ricky. Pretty, Pretty Ricky. Ricky. What about B5? Wasn't that the about. wasn't that the group that Diddy uh, form? Was I'm it B5? About. Nah, he had the band. No, he had an R&B group too. It was, it was like a boy band. I can't remember. But anyway, joining us today on today's <laughs> episode <laughs> is uh somebody that, you know, I've, you know, become friends with. They're a really awesome person and they are the runner creator of Superstar Anime, which is a convention here in Virginia. And that is Miss Jasmine Mitchell. So we are about to give her a call and start this amazing interview that we have lined up for you guys. But before we do that, I just want to say, make sure that you leave a review Mm -hmm. and then you rate and subscribe to our Apple podcast because that Mm -hmm. stuff really does help us out, guys. Thank you, everybody, that has been leaving amazing reviews for us. We really appreciate those reviews that you guys have left and the ratings and all that stuff. And uh, now, here's a word from our sponsor. Golden Eat Tattoo. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard, Portsmouth, Virginia, for all your nerd-related tattoos. Leading the area, that is Miss Denise and her team. If you call over there and you mention leveling up banks, you get 10% off your tattoo. That number is going to be 757-465-1010. Call them today. Hey, you got the honey. You your line, Banks. I got yeah, the honey yeah, line. I'm using my line. I, that's my I line. Can, I, I can use whatever I want to use. Oh, Jesus Christ. But uh, hold guys, on. What? Talking about JC like that in front of the Reverend. Come on, bro. Come on. I got you, D. Don't worry. I got hey, you. you see, every time you, every time you mention that, he's going to drink from that coffee mug because he doesn't want to say what he really wants to say. But <laughs> we are celebrating do? Black History Month here on the channel, and this is the final episode for Black History Month. And joining us is somebody that I've met, a very awesome person, the creator of Superstar Anime, which is a con here in Virginia, and that is Miss Jasmine Mitchell. Jasmine, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm tired. Oh, you tired too, <laughs> bro? Bro, oh, lady, yeah, <laughs> but, but we gonna make it. Black History Month, we gonna make it. That's this right. Is, <laughs> this is crazy because it's like I'm usually the one that's always tired, but I'm full of energy right now. So I guess uh, D, D, I guess it's like uh, <laughs> Superman and Lois. You know, we got the Bizarro people here. They took my tiredness, <laughs> and uh, you know. But anyway, so <laughs> Princess Jasmine. Uh, the first question that I want to ask you, because this is something that we do up here on every episode of Level Note with Benjamin Banks, is we ask all of our guests, what is your origin story? Tell everybody who Princess Jasmine is. Bro, I'm so boring. So I'm a military <laughs> brat. That's how I got into the area. Uh, born in Mobile, raised in Virginia Beach. You know, went to Green Run High School, so I'm super local. Went to Norfolk State, super local. Um, and I'm an absolute anime lover and a marching band nerd. Hell yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's it. That's all I do. That's all I did. Hey, hey, I thought I thought there was gonna be some more going down the line, but hey no, that's all it is. You got got into marching man because of Sailor Moon? You know you had the baton going. You would Oh I played trumpet. Oh hell Mm. yeah. I mean I was a flag girl in college, but nah. 
Sailor Moon didn't. It should have inspired that, but it didn't. Yeah. Mm. Shoulda, mm. coulda, woulda. So, Miss Jasmine, how uh, how did you get into your love of marching band? Like, was it just something you were like, "Hey, I'm gonna try that. And it looks sweet." So, or? my older brother um, mm-hmm. played literally just about every instrument. So, it was the next step for me. So he's five years older than me. I pretty much just followed in his footsteps. He played trombone. Um, so when I got to the same middle school he went to, mm-hmm. I was supposed to play saxophone, but he knew my brother. So they put me on trumpet mm-hmm. and that's where the marching band came from. So I just stuck. Hell yeah. Not no matter nice. what that. Yeah. I always think that it's cool when you have an older sibling and it's like you kind of follow in their footsteps. And, but I also feel like too, that you have more to prove because you know, they're known for what they can do. And it's just like, mm-hmm. what can I do to separate them? Well, sorry, not separate them, but separate myself from them and, mm-hmm. you know, create my own legacy. Did you ever my have any things that you had to go through when you were doing band? Absolutely. So, you know, my brother wrote music for the band and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of that stuff was expected of me. They wanted, you know, the section leader because he did all of that. So in order to separate myself, that's where the flag came from. He didn't do that. So I put the trumpet down, picked the flag up, and I actually happened to like it more. That's awesome. Let me ask you this. Did did he tell you you was adopted and they got you from the pound at all? Um, I was from the cabbage patch, according to him. Okay. Not quite the pound, but definitely came from the cabbage patch. So so it's a big brother thing then. Oh, yeah. This villain trait. Absolutely. Uh, to this okay. day. To, okay. So, so, so Trav, would you consider what I did worse than what her brother did? Absolutely. Why is that? Yeah, you're a terrible well, big brother. Because you're a terrible... <laughs> I mean, As yeah. D says, you're despicable. 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 <laughs> hey, every time I'm on the phone with this man, he was just like, Banks, you're just despicable. Despicable. <laughs> like, it's just like... Yes, he's despicable. Hey, you hey, you could call me Bugs Bunny and you could call D Daffy Duck. <laughs> hey, you can call me whatever you want, but don't call me late for dinner. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm oh, so we could call you Reverend D? Never. Yes. Oh, I see. It don't work like that. You can't say that we can call I mean, you whatever. I just let y'all, I mean, it, it brings joy to y'all's little world. So I just let y'all our little you know, world. Yeah, our, our little world. I go do that. Yes. This guy. No, he says if we can't have the so. whole world in our background like some people. I know. Oh, that's you right. Know, Princess Jasmine, she's up in space right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. She got that freezer going up, on. Up there with Ooh. William Shatner. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and Yondu. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yondu. Yeah. Uh, Mary, Mary Poppins himself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I'm Mary, Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to Guardians 3 coming out, man, because it's like... I wonder, or not Guardians 3, what, what movie was it? It was some movie I was thinking. Thor? Or some, some, it was something that I saw where it was like he was going to be returning in it. I, it might, who, it might be like... Yeah, you yeah, making stuff be, up. No, it might be like stuff. flashbacks for Guardians 3. I was going to say Doctor so. Strange, man, maybe? You, you thinking about the multiverse of madness, maybe? Yeah, maybe. That's what I was it, thinking. It, it, it might be that. Because I'm expecting everybody to make cameos in that movie. It's like, mm-hmm. after what we saw on... Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths on uh, Flash. You know, we saw nobody cares you know, about nobody cares. Bro, what are you about talking crisis. about? Like the Crisis, crisis on Infinite Earths? It was sweet. Try, hey, look, try. Hey, some of us <laughs> watch Black Lightning and all the other stuff. Yeah. We don't just yeah, watch right. Superman what, and. What you do the whole man. time when you was watching Black Lightning? We was uh, uh reviewing what? about. What do you mean? We, we was, uh, yeah, what are you talking about, Trash? We was uh, we, we reviewed it. That's what you was doing. The right. Whoa, we did trash. Oh, you was trash. You was trash. Hold on. No, D, I'll say this. You know, try maybe if you would have joined us, then you would have to join you. trash. You can ride that one on your own, boy. Let's uh, see, look, this guy. You know what I'm saying? See, I'm right. sorry that you know that you have There's to so many buses y'all throwing each other under. That's hey. right. They're yeah, both drivers by day. Trav always, <laughs> Trav always starts it and I always finish it. You know, what and I'm, I'm saying? the traffic like, guard, Miss Jasmine. I just <laughs> I wave the little thing. That's, the third, that's right. That's the third guy. Hey, come on through. Look, that's it's, it's funny because like uh one of my friends, she was asking, like, 
what do we all bring to the podcast? And I was just like, well, you know, me, you know, I'm the leader. I'm the professional wrestler. Trav, he's the sound guy. And then she was just like, well, what's D? I said, <laughs> D, he's just the third guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, I wake up at the end of the movie and fly the plane to safety. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's your glue right there. You hold that's, me all together. Yes, ma'am. He does. He does. Hey, we, hey, we, you know, we make sure that we uh, tip D. We, uh, you know, we give him <laughs> praise whenever we can, and uh, that's how Cream we keep soda. it going. Yeah. Uh huh. So, Jasmine, I want to ask you because, of course, we're going to get the superstar anime and stuff like that, but I wanted to, you know, dig a little deeper into like how you got into, you know, going to the convention scenes and stuff like that. Because, you know, you said that you are here from Virginia and, you know, for me growing up, I always knew what NecoCon was, but I had never gone to NecoCon until I was in my late twenties. You know what I'm saying? So what was it like going to your first con? Was your first con here in Virginia or was it in a different state? So it was here. Um, Now I'm, I'm an old lady, so I didn't start even going to conventions until about 2014. My first one was Anime Mid-Atlantic, and um, I had no idea any of these things existed. Mm. You know, I've been watching anime since, you know, like, 92, which I was 11 years old then, so, yeah. So, here it is, 2014, and I'm finally getting to my first con, but from there, I've literally gone to dozens of conventions by this point and started volunteering for conventions by this point. I haven't missed anything here in the immediate area since then. Mm, nice. Now, Ms. Nice. Jasmine, I want to piggyback. I just want to ask, since we're here at the beginning of your journey into Nerdum, what was it, what was the show or the character back then? What, I mean, what was it that drew you to it? Or who was the guy, who was your favorite character back then? So what got me into it was uh, Sci-Fi Channel back mm. when it was S-C-I-F-I. Yeah, right. Had, a, uh-huh. had right. the first Respect. annual anime fest. And that uh-huh. weekend they showed Robot Carnival, Akira, mm. and Heavy Metal in rotation for three days. And that that's where up. I got it from. Yes. <laughs> so that's where I got it from. But my wow. first series came about two years later, which was Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. And that was showing at 5.30 in the morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was getting up before school, get up, watch Sailor Moon every day. And that was my super gateway drug into anime. Mm-hmm. You know, cla- I, mean, I, I want to piggyback. Go ahead, I want to piggyback off of that. That's what we like to do up here. We like to piggyback. And <laughs> I remember when Sailor Moon was first announced, like I was in elementary school at the time. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know what it was about like early anime here in the U S but it was like, they would show it so early in the morning that, you know, kids it's like, we're still asleep at this time. I remember they did Mm -hmm. the same thing for Pokemon when it first came out. It's like Pokemon would come on at either eight or 9. AM. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. we're in school at like seven o'clock. Like no, who's at home watching Pokemon during the week? No one. But yeah, yeah, no one. But, uh, Sailor Moon was one, Ronin Warriors, Dragon Ball, like all of those used to come on. I believe it was uh, Fox. It wasn't even part of Fox Kids. It just came on early oh, in the yeah, morning. Early. And, you know, unless you had a VHS and you was recording that stuff or you were old enough to, you know, be able to wake up and watch that stuff, then you weren't watching it, man. And I love that you mentioned Sailor Moon because I feel like Sailor Moon uh, uh not, I was about to say Ronin Warriors. Yeah, yeah Sailor Moon, Ronin Warriors, and Dragon Ball. Like those were those were a lot of people's gateway entry into anime. But then it's like you know, on Cartoon Network, you had Speed Racer and you had mm-hmm. G Force. But it's just like you know, we didn't know that that stuff was anime at the time. We just thought it was mm-hmm. cartoons on Cartoon Network. I'm I'm sure that there's other older animes that used to come on. You know, different chat, like maybe sci-fi or something. But you just thought, oh, this is just a cartoon. I don't know what anime is. And one of the things that I love about Dragon Ball Z, even though people crap on it now, and a lot of younger, you know, the younger generation, you know, they don't give it its uh, credit that it deserves. Like if, if it, it wasn't flowers. Dragon Ball Z, it's just like anime would not be as big as it is here in the U.S. If it wasn't mm-hmm. for this anime, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's absolutely true. I tell you what. Um... 
Now, see, I was in high school, so I have a little bit more leeway. And I did have the VHS, and I do still have all of the VHS tapes. So 2 o'clock in the afternoon is when it would come back on. Mm. So I have, you know, Rona Warriors uh, and Sailor Moon actually on videotape. But then that's a couple of years later when I got to Norfolk State. It's 1998, and um, Toonami was on. So in the afternoon, then you get another several hours of anime. But of course, mm-hmm. I was at band practice, so I had to tape it. Um, but when I got to NSU, there was maybe 10 people in a 200-people band that knew what anime was. Right. It wasn't even until probably I got out of school that I had more friends that actually knew what anime was. And it was because of Dragon Ball Z, like you said. Mm-hmm. Now, this this brings up something interesting because it's like I feel like we never get to ask this question because when we were in school, like, you know, we were in elementary, middle school at the time and like anime, it was something new, but it wasn't it wasn't as big as it is now. But you were in college at the time and you said it was only like 10 people that probably even knew what anime was like. How different was it? you know, at that time period, seeing anime come out for the first time, because I want to say, like, by the time we got in high school, anime, like, it was popular, but it's, it was, it was more growing. people watching it. Yeah, it was yeah, more it was people watching growing. it, but it was still, you know, like a niche thing. So, like, how was it, like, being in college and, like, trying to talk with people about anime and whatnot? Well, it was tough, because back then, it was hard to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, mm-hmm. the really good stuff played on like public access stations. So, you know, I'd have to wait till like midnight when all of the regular TV mm-hmm. went off so I could watch like Barefoot Again, which was made in like the 80s and stuff like that. Or Castle Cagliostro. I don't know if anybody watches Lupin the Third. But that's oh, the kind of stuff that of I had late at night. And that's all you could watch it on. Or you go to Suncoast yeah. and buy a $20 VHS mm-hmm. tape that only had four episodes on it. Like it yep. was really hard yeah. to come across that stuff. And then, you know, LimeWire was giving everybody's computer diseases. So it was hard to like actually watch a lot of yep. stuff. So once you find two or three people who actually knew what anime was, you mm-hmm. hold on to them because that's where you get your yeah. connections from. Oh, let me borrow right. your VHS. You know, I still got Record of Lotus War yep. on VHS. I From actually have a Kira. 27 years ago. Yeah. I have a copy of Akira on VHS right now. It's probably one of my most valuable possessions, I would say. But, I mean, um, at this point, it is for everybody. Yeah. yeah I just want to piggyback on the topic and say that I think that it's just the progression of technology. Because when we were coming up, you know, it was word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And that was basically how you, you got everything. You know what Magazines. I mean? There was no, yeah, there was no internet, you know. Um mm. And I think that that was what it was. And I think, too, was they didn't really know how to classify anime at the time and what we were getting because some of it is mature. I remember one of the earliest mature ones that I probably saw was Akira. And then there was one called Bubblegum Crisis. Mm -hmm. And those were pretty, you know, obviously graphic. So it Mm -hmm. was just trying to fit it into American programming and have it be kind of have it not get shunned completely, I think, was uh, something that happened to a lot of stuff. Because, you yeah. know, you all know what happened yeah, right. to Sailor Moon with, like, Neptune and Uranus. Yeah, they had to be yeah. cousins. Cousins. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know? So we got a lot of um, watered-down versions of stuff. Oh, yeah. But, you know, sure. that still holds nostalgia to people as well. Like, I'll, even though I don't like the watered-down version, mm-hmm. I still like the nostalgia of what I grew up in. And, you know, a lot of people are holding on to that. So when they do remakes like Crystal... You know, old mm. people like me were not big fans of it, but yeah. yet it's an opportunity for younger fans to still get into it because they're getting more real versions than what we got. Right. Sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. Uh, to piggyback off of what you were saying about like Neptune and Uranus, I remember when I was a kid and like I had the biggest crush on Zoisite, and then when I got older and like found out, I was just like, what? Like Zoe is really a man. And it's just like, we didn't know that because it's like, they, they wanted to keep it G. They mm-hmm. edited it heavily and whatnot, like, like certain dialogue. I mean, like they did that in video games too. Like it was just like, oh, well in Japan, like it's going to be this. 
I know Streets of Rage uh, 3 was one where there was a queer character that was a boss in the game, but they removed him from the U.S. adaption because Mm -hmm. they didn't want kids being confused and whatnot. And I think it's cool that, you know, we've seen that transition from like when stuff used to be censored heavily because to piggyback off of what D was saying about like a Kira and Bubblegum crisis, I remember like MTV used to show commercials saying like this stuff was rated X and all this mm-hmm. other yeah, stuff. Yeah. It wasn't even rated R. It was rated X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, hey, um, we, Flux was but, another one too. Oh, Flux was good. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that was another one. Uh huh. When you mentioned MTV, it was just that was that came on super late. I don't even remember what time. Yeah, it came super on. late. I know like my eyes were two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That was two a.m. Yeah, and that know. was and Aeon Flux was originally shorts. She didn't have her own whole television mm-hmm. show for right. years. Yep, it was almost like some sort of weird little um, collective show or something like that that they yep. used to play late at night. I remember that it was really short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the yep. shorts had like Beavis and Butthead, Brandon Stimpy, mm-hmm. Aeon Flux, yep. and a couple other ones. Um, Daria um, might have been uh, part of it. it. No, no, it wasn't. Was it Daria was, uh, part of it? The Mac. The Max was one, like the, the, oh, the giant. Yeah. And then there was another show on MTV where, like, the guy he had like a huge head or something like that. I can't remember what it was called, but I feel like at that point, like MTV, like they was just trying to, you know, put their hand in animation or something, and they was just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it would stick. And like some stuff, yeah. said, like Beavis and Butthead, like that worked out for them. Oh. And then okay, later it was on, called they- the head. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So the head. It was a dude with a big head. Yeah. Right? I do not remember this show. <laughs> Me either. Right. It was just, <laughs> like like we're talking about. Like you be up at one, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right. word, it was word of mouth. Yeah. Nice, word I mean. of mouth. Right. And then I mean, also since we're on this, like I remember uh, because when Dragon Ball Z was coming on Toonami, like we were just getting to the Frieza saga, whereas in Japan the series was already over. So right. I remember. When we used to go to the library, Dragon Ball was something that, at, like, on everybody's computers, like, people were trying to figure out, you know, what sort of information that they could find out. Yeah. And you would believe whatever somebody put on the internet. So you know many what I'm saying? Rumors and stuff. But oh I gosh. remember being a kid and seeing Gohan going Super Saiyan 2. And I was just like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Like, why is his hair blonde? I, and then we also had like the uh, Japanese imported games. Like when yeah. uh, we had, uh, what game was it? Uh, Ultimate Battle 22. Like you had all these characters yeah. and I was just like, well, who is this who guy? Are these like, people? Yeah, oh, who yeah, are all I these do. people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so. just another thing too is, I mean, look at how far, same thing with voice acting. Look at how rare mm-hmm. it was to actually have American dub back then. Right. Mm-hmm. Like here and there, it was always subtitled for the most mm-hmm. part. So Because yeah, all you I mean, can do is buy them from import stores. Yeah, yep. so that you were lucky to get that much. Unlimited imports. One of the only back then, I think Akira was one of the earliest ones that I remember just having American voice acting, like dubbed over. I just feel like I always remember hearing it. Yeah, in English. Yeah, and that's. I would have to go back was. and play it. I, was I say, do have it. Mm-hmm. That's one. Metropolis was another one. Mm-hmm. Like we said, heavy metal. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen Bio Hunter, but Bio Hunter <laughs> was another mm-hmm. really early movie that was very weird and dubbed and it was yeah these were like early starts to my anime, anime addiction one, for sure one, one mention ahead, i want i just want to mention one that i i kind of remember vaguely seeing here and there and that was uh what was it called robotech a uh, robotech yeah. for sure yeah yeah and it was just i mean it's cool but it was know? edited though you know it was, oh yeah super in, uh, edited. it was super edited. I, I mean they had this game that came out a super long time ago and it was super fun but yeah, carry on I, no i remember that but uh i wanted to get back to the convention stuff so jasmine like when you were going to the cons like you know getting your foot in the door and stuff like that like, were you cosplaying at these cons as well or were you just going there and just having a good time so i didn't know what cosplay was so when I first got to AMA, I, I was overwhelmed with, you know, what I saw. I had no idea what cosplay was. And I here I am taking pictures with, with furries and my little ponies and bronies and everybody's dressed up. So, you know, it's 2014. So I'm 33 at the time. And all I see is these young kids wilding out having a good time. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not old yet. Let me do it. So a couple of years later, I, um, I started cosplay. And my first one was a uh, cop closet cosplay of uh, Kaneki from Tokyo Ghoul. Uh-huh. Nice. And then I did a um, 
Lolita Ichigo. Mm, and there's a that. couple more, like I did Luna from Sailor Moon, a couple other ones, but those were the two that I mostly brought to conventions. Now, you know, since we're here, we're talking about cosplay. You know, I do have a series called Who's That Cosplayer, where I interview cosplayers and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I'm surprised because, you know, for somebody who loves JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you know, I'm surprised that uh, there was no JoJo in there. Like, were you into the fandom at this point or did this come later on in life? JoJo came on way later in life. So I never saw the original JoJo. Um, I didn't get into it till they started re-airing when, you know, they started right at Jonathan. Mm-hmm. So me seeing this new one, that's my first time seeing all of it. Um, but it kind of took over my life. I always say that Sailor Moon is my gateway drug, but JoJo by far is my absolute favorite. Um, mm-hmm. The character development is bar none. Um, but yeah, no, no JoJo cosplays yet. Okay. Well, hopefully we see some in the future. You know, we Hit you we love it. talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up here. Uh, you know, we're That's a huge fan. <laughs> yes, yes, you are a huge fan, Banks. I, I like well, bro, it. that's the that's the crazy thing now. When we came up, there was really only one kind of anime. Like, maybe two. And all of them included action. You know what I mean? Versus mm-hmm. now. Technology, where, man. Where it's like, what works for you don't work for me and vice versa. So like, I could be yeah. into something. You're not into something. And like, oh, y'all man. are super into JoJo. It just don't appeal to me. And D, you know Ooh. what I mean? And like, that's the that's the cool thing about this uh, this wave of... Dubbing and anime that's going on right now. It's, there's yeah, something for the everybody man. probably to get yeah, into. The exposure, the genres really opened up. Horror, uh, romance, comedy. Mm-hmm. We talk I mean, about Banks, that all the time. I, I want to recommend one to to both of you, Miss Jasmine and you, Banks. If y'all haven't ever checked it out, it's called The Devil Is a Part Timer. Oh yeah, it's literally it's one season. <laughs> and it's very very funny. Se- season two coming. It's like, yeah, season out. two is yeah, coming out. Yeah, yeah but it, it came out years ago though. But oh yeah, yeah. Now, I think it's twelve episodes, and it's the just so. Blue Exorcist was like that a couple years. Yeah, in between. yeah. The See, now, that's a that. comedy anime. So right, my yeah. my thing is like I don't like comedy anime. Mm-hmm. My my thing is I don't know if anybody's seen another. Oh, another mm-hmm. so good. That oh, it's so good. Horror and yeah. gore is the best. Yep. Mm, yeah, I can get with that. That's the old, old school movie. Perfect blue. One of the first horror ones I got into was uh, Serial Experiment Land. Oh, yeah. And it's nah. just over the top crazy. Like, it is weird. It was, remember when Fully Cooley came out and we were like, mm-hmm. yo, this is weird. And yeah. It that's how serial. That's how. That's how serial experiment <laughs> yeah. land is. It's, it's weird and scary. Not like scary, scary, but like it's, it's weird. A thriller. Yeah, it's a thriller. I like it. Well, you know, Trav, I can get with that because I'm a huge horror guy. So that's right. Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. We can do to, it. What was the uh, blue gender? That was the one. Blue gender that was on around the, the same time as Fully oh, yeah. Cooley. And you know, I'm all. You know, yeah. I'm all about that blue seed. I don't know. Uh, do you remember blue seed? Did you catch that one back in the day? Tsunami is familiar. No, it actually came on. So HBO used to have an action. Do you know how they would have? They would have like HBO uh, drama, HBO whatever. They had HBO action. They had had all these different HBO channels. Yeah, bro. They would have Anna Midnight every Friday night. Anna Midnight, and they had their own series exclusive to them. And Blue Scene was one of them. Hmm. Yeah, that's it's crazy that we're talking about this stuff because I mean, Stars yep. was another channel. Yep, Stars had their own too. Like they still do. Channel. Stars still have G4? their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, G4. 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 oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's that's, yeah, it's it's definitely good where like anime is now because I just remember like growing up. Yeah, you mm-hmm. you really had to look for it. Like I remember when G Four first came out, and I was just like, oh wow, like there's an actual channel that's about video games, and of course. Growing up, I didn't have that channel. And by the time I did eventually get G4, it had become uh, the cops channel where that's all they showed all day. Oh, that's I'm way just, after now. I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, dang, like who who wants to watch a video game yeah. channel? I, I, had, just watch- I had it when it was tech TV before yeah. they changed the G4. I mean, oh, yeah, was, that's right. It was it tech, tech TV, TV before G4. Then it became G4. Became yeah, G4. I do remember that. Yeah, because my things, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I want to say, like, that was the first time I had ever seen Fable. And, like, my boy, he was just like, yeah, this is a channel that's just de- dedicated to video games. But Yeah, yeah that's why when G4 had this show called X-Play, 
with Adam mm-hmm. Singler and Morgan Webb. And that show was so cool because it would pretty much run down all these video games. It was like Game Informer, but a show. And I yeah. was <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm getting turned on all these video games now and getting these reviews. And yeah, kids don't know. Well, we had to go I wish we would have had a yeah. Uh, I wish we would have had a show came. like that for uh, like anime back in the day, like mm-hmm. ju- just something where it's just like check out this anime. I feel like the only place that you would probably even see something like that in, and to piggyback off of what Jasmine had mentioned earlier, was Suncoast. If you walked in Suncoast yeah. and they was just like check out this anime, yeah, yeah, they, they had just had this, the TVs playing. Yeah, they would have the TVs playing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and also. Those VHSs back in the day, they used to be hella expensive, twenty to thirty dollars just to mm-hmm. get a VHS. It was like, movie. man, when they came out with the DVDs again, it was worse. It was like Way forty, worse. fifty bucks. Yeah, and if you wanted a whole complete set where it was like the full twenty six, bro, you was dropping ninety nine, ninety nine. Yeah, you were dropping a lot. I remember um, even I can't remember the movie, but I went to Suncoast, and at Suncoast, the movie was like. 30 something dollars but at walmart they had it it was only like 20 i'm just like why does suncoast rack up the prices just to get something i mean like because that's all they sold because they can yeah yeah and that's all they sold like that's what they relied on walmart literally sells supply and demand man (laughs) supply and demand Mm -hmm. i mean it used to be suncoast and then it kind of transitioned to hot topic was another one early on that had like a lot of memorabilia and yeah, shirts yeah. and it is just like you can get it anywhere now. Used to be able it's to so go crazy. listen to the CDs in Hot Topic. They had uh, like <laughs> you saw about back in the day. Yeah, yeah, they had like six CDs for the week, and you could put on the headphones and uh-huh. hear some CDs and make man. your selections. R.I.P. Fye was another one. Fye yeah. did that. Fye, uh huh. Same thing. I mean, Walmart was one too. I remember it's like you could go up, scan the CD, mm-hmm. and then like it would show you every song that was up there, and, and it play you, you could... like thirty second clips, dude, from yeah, every 30 song. Thirty second clips. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, man. We had it good, good times. Man. Yeah, we had it real. Good. I think 90s, it was fun. Man. I think it was just fun that we were all kind of pioneers, you know, yeah. because we came from a time where you it wasn't on every shelf, it wasn't in every mm-hmm. store. Yeah, kind of. You cool. got the experience. You Take had the experience what you can, firsthand. You know? Hey, you and go Blockbuster, you had like six, you had six tapes on the mm-hmm. animation row <laughs> in Blockbuster. So oh, yep. it wasn't until the, the at least mid 2000s that you had like a whole shelf. Right. Yep. That's right. Yeah. That's and right. I'm glad that you brought up Blockbuster because I was about to mention that uh, when Pokemon Snap it came out, I remember like they was advertising bring your memory card up here and you can download the pictures that you took from, I was just like, yo, like, this is awesome. I mean, I don't, I don't have a switch, so I don't know how it is up there. I'm pretty sure you can just, it's, there's like a, it's like a community online where you upload yeah. pictures and everybody can like okay. rate your picture. It's like a Reddit where they like upvote it yep. and you can get, if your picture receives enough, it can be like in the hot picture of the week or whatever. But it's not the I same, mean, man. It's not you the same. The game. Man, it's not the same, the but they're still trying to do something. Yeah, and it's, kind, it's come a long way. I can yeah. I can vouch because, like I said, I got that for the missus. She's enjoying it, and it's it's a callback because I play, you know, the one we grew up with, and now she's enjoying it, you know, as somebody who doesn't game a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's just the the main thing is you could just interact so much more now in most games. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> so I want to take I want to take the conversation back to the con stuff, and I want to ask you, Jasmine, Superstar Anime. It was created, and the first year was back in 2019, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, like, what was it that led you to wanting to start your own anime convention? So that actually was not my doing. Um, Mike Federale. Uh, is within incredible convention. So, you know, he's uh, he runs Tidewater Comic-Con, Hampton Comic-Con, the whole mm-hmm. family of incredible conventions. And he's a comic book guy. He's always been a comic book guy. He's not an anime guy. So he asked one night, and I'll never forget it because it was my birthday, December 14th, and we just sat and we went through about a thousand possible names for the show. You know, we wanted to get a mascot. So I was like, Kitsune Con, because it's a fox. I just knew that was great. Nope, somebody took it. Mm. And that went on for about two hours. And then the name just popped up. And um, he was like, I know nothing about anime. 
and I need I'll need someone to run it. And he trusted me enough to run a show. And then here we are three years later, we got two. Winter awesome. Winter Wonderland anime extravaganza in Fredericksburg and Superstar Anime here in Virginia Beach. Hell yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, it's been going on now for two years. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic and whatnot, you know, we didn't get to see it this year. And um, last year was actually my first time going to Superstar Anime. And when I went there, like, I had such a fun time. Uh, You know, I went there with Dustin and Denise. You guys know them. Uh, We've had them up here on the podcast before. Um, And, like, we had a a really cool time. I met John Swayze. Yeah, and then later on, we interviewed him. And uh, you guys, y'all can listen or watch that interview it is on our youtube our podcast and you know just being able to go to these cons because it's like we do a lot at conventions now where it's like you know we interview cosplayers we take pictures we post the stuff online and whatnot because conventions is something that we've always loved and you know for you to be able to you know run this thing and for it to be so successful i want to ask was it was it bigger when it came back last year because there wasn't anything in 2020 compared to the 2019? Uh, oh, by leaps and bounds. So um, Superstar was the first uh, one that came back to Hampton Roads, mm-hmm. period. So Tidewater, they couldn't have Tidewater Comic Con because the convention center was being used for COVID shots at the time. And, um, you know, it, there were no other shows because of COVID. COVID messed up a lot of shows. So that was the first one that we were able to do here in the area. And we had foot traffic of about 6,000 people, which is almost double, you know, what we had in 2019 being a brand new show. And with the convention center, you know, Virginia Beach Convention Center has four halls and we only used one. Right. So it it was amazing to try to pack 6,000 people into one hall. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome uh, to yeah. have that much. And I, and I do remember that. Yeah, Superstar Anime was the first convention because me and D, we went to, what was it, Greenville? Like Greenville. that was our first yep. convention in North Carolina. And we were talking about conventions that were going to be coming back here in the area because, of course, you know, we knew about NECOCON. And uh, one of our, Dustin and Denise, they had told us about Superstar Anime and I wasn't sure if I had to wrestle that weekend or not. And luckily, I wrestled the weekend before, and I was free to come to Superstar that Saturday. And like I said, man, the whole atmosphere, it was so much fun. Like, there was so much going on. Everybody was just so happy. And I feel like because of the pandemic and people not being able to go to the cons, it's like when there was one that was finally open, it mm-hmm. gave people a reason to finally see their friends again. Because it's like, Going to these cons and like hearing people's stories and whatnot, some people, they only see people at conventions. You know what I'm saying? So I know that it was a huge deal. And now we have Superstar Anime coming back this year, August 13th, August 14th. And I'm seeing the lineup of guests that you have. You have uh, Kellen Goff, you know, Overhaul. Like, I hate that guy, man. But, you know, he's a really good voice actor. You know, I... Hey, Deku, you see, I got Deku right there. He got Aerie on his back. I cosplayed as Deku. And when I was seeing overhaul cosplayers at the cons, I was, you know, I wanted to attack because I am like what they That's did. That's the kind of person you are. That's the type of person I am. That's right. And then you also have Greg, Greg Baldwin that's coming. You know, he voiced Aku and then he voiced, uh, voiced Uncle Iroh. Iroh. That's right. Uncle Iroh on Avatar. And, you know, you have an amazing lineup so far. So I want to ask you, like, what are some of the other surprises that we are going to be expecting at Superstar Anime this year? If you if you can tell, if you're allowed to tell I, us. I, I can't fully let the cat out of the bag yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say it, it's going to be surrounding Dragon Ball. Uh-oh. Um, I'll, just, I'll leave it at that. So if, oh. if there are any fans of Dragon Ball, just please be prepared. Because it's it's gonna be a good one, um, and then we're looking to do a gaming zone. So you know we had a small setup. We had the um, the Mortal Kombat tournament last year. Mm. Um, just missed you. Just, 
Mm. But we're going to try to do a little bit more. Um, but we'll see. We got um, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, the red, a a cosplayer, uh, is bringing a, a really nice car that he had, um, like specially designed uh, for his cosplay and stuff. So he'll be coming nice. out. We got a. We have some more things coming up, and I want to—I don't want to spoil it because the new uh, the new posts are coming up soon. But we've got some good things coming up. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Exciting. And I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to you know being at Superstar Anime this year and working with you. Um, so before we started the interview, me and Trav, we was talking about uh, the first time that we had met you, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody that's watching and listening right now, it's a funny story, but we met at Buffalo Wild Wings and I'm not a huge Buffalo Wild Wings fan because every time I've gone to Buffalo Wild Wings, it's just like, it's always been a bad experience. And we go there and uh, it was me, Jasmine and uh, Amber Berry, who I interviewed on Who's That Cosplayer. You can check out her interview. It is up here on the channel. And we were sitting at our table and like our server it's like she was nowhere to be found. And then she moved Ever. us to the other side. <laughs> and then we're just sitting there and like, you know, we're waiting to get something to eat and she never comes back. And so I'm just like, yo, where's our server at? And so I go and talk to another server and it's like, oh yeah, she left. It was like, she left. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, went right on home. Yeah, she went right on. It's just went like, she didn't, right tell, she didn't tell us like, hey, like, uh, I thought she got said she quit. Me. Nah, her shift was just over. Her shift was over. She just went home. She she didn't say, hey, guys, like this is going to be y'all's new server or anything. So I had to go find somebody. And then they told us that our new server, she was on her lunch break right now, but she was going to come and, uh, you know, terrible, you know, wait on us once she once she clocked in. That is not so. (laughs) So look, this is what you got to the good part yet. Yeah, I got to the good part yet. (laughs) And this is what I was talking about, Jasmine. I was just like, yeah, we're going to wait to. The interview starts. So, you know, y'all were sitting at the table behind us, and then we were sitting at our table. And and Trav, I'll let you I'll let you tell it from here. All right. So, you know, we was all getting up to go see Venom. Like he had he met up with them. We was gonna meet up with all of them, and then we was gonna go see Venom. But we was gonna get something to eat first. Uh I get up with Banks, we sit at the table. She finally takes our order, and we get the food in. I ain't got no ranch. So I'm like, I, you know, can I get some ranch? And she Uh-oh. said, yeah, it's going to be a minute, but I'll get it. And I said, cool. And like, after Jeez. like 10 minutes of waiting, bro, I said, you know, I'm going to eat whatever. And, uh, you know, she showed back up at the table with the ranch, like after, well after we was done eating. Oh, and and no. what'd you say to her, Banks? I was like, she finally brought the ranch. And she right was in like, front of her. And right she was in front like, of her. She said, I didn't finally bring anything. And then she had an attitude. She her. snapped on this man. And, and she it was got mad. Quiet, bro. <laughs> it was awkward. It was oh, awkward. No. And then after that, we were because we were trying to go see Venom. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting for our check. Yeah. And it's like, and she never came back to the table. Never came so back, I, you know, to take our money. So then I had asked somebody, I was just like, hey, like, can we get our check? And then she brought the check for like all of us together all as one. Yeah, yeah, oh all yeah, that's tables. right. I forgot that part. And, and then oh, she and then Trav was just like, man, if you didn't already make her mad before, <laughs> she really hates you now. And I was just like, Jesus, like, uh, but I mean, I understand, you know, it is a pandemic and whatnot. So it's like I'm always willing to work with people that you know work in the food industry and whatnot, because it's like I understand they're short staff and whatnot. But like I said, yeah. I can't tell you a time I've ever gone to a dirty, not dirty Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, and I've had a good experience, man. It's always something that's happened. So yeah, Jasmine, that happened when we first met you, and uh, yeah, Jesus. it was just a funny story I wanted to share. Glad I was Dang. asleep. Oh, we're gonna have to revisit that, but at a different place. Yeah, yeah that was maybe wild. that's wild. We'll that is a that is a wild story, and I'm glad yeah, I was it, told. It was that is wild. So the it crazy part is like we was legitimately running late for the movie because she was taking so long to bring were us they our super check. Busy or what no, was... no, not at all, dude. Oh, it was so, not busy, man. It's Ooh. like we had to that's force the them to take our money. We're like, bro, we're not even trying to skimp out on the bill. We're trying to give you money. Take money yeah. so we can leave. 
Yeah, my there experience was a party is... that came in. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there was that yeah. party. There was a party. Yeah, yeah, there was a party. The I forgot. Before us. Yeah, but all nah, these crazy events. Wild. Well, I, I just know that I'm not allowed at that Buffalo Wild Wings anymore. They got my picture right up on the wall, and it's just like <laughs> you yeah, see this him. guy. Yeah, Target A, Target Zero Zero. Hey, yeah, some, some number same. one hero. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kick out of Buffalo hey, Wild Wings. Hey, they got they got my picture up there. They throwing darts at it. Like, <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> and we hope that he comes back in here again. <laughs> yeah, they got the sinister six and they're waiting on you. Ooh. They're waiting on you, but <laughs> they're gonna they they gonna pour remember on uh, Nickelodeon at the Kids Choice Awards. They uh-huh. would pour a slime. Are they, they gonna, gonna ranch pour the you? ranch on it. They gonna, <laughs> they're gonna be like, Yeah, ranch. we got your ranch right here. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my and God, mind you, he terrible. didn't say it in a. He won't like finally. You like he yeah, legitimately was, was like, you know, oh, I was, just, snap, I was surprised. We finally got the ranch. Like she won't have it though, bro. She won't have it. She did she not find not it funny. <laughs> yeah, she did not. She did not find it funny. And I and I and I remember I was feeling bad. And Trav was just like, no, nah, don't feel bad. You didn't do anything. But it's Man, like you didn't she, do. He legitimately I could, didn't I could do feel the heat. I can feel the yeah. pressure, that, oh, yeah. that surface pressure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, Jesus <laughs> Christ. But um JC. No, I wanna I wanna ask uh one more question about Superstar Animated and Trav and D. If y'all have any other questions, then y'all you already know I got to. Oh yeah, I already know. <laughs> you know so you know. um for Superstar Anime, what has been your favorite experience about the entire thing? Um you really can't narrow it down. Like everything about it is good. You know, when I started going to cons, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm meeting all these people and I have con friends now. You know, right. those people you only get to see at the con. I have con friends now. Like I never thought I'd say anything like that. My apartment is stuffed with Sailor Moon stuff now because now I know I can go buy it at con. So, you know, I probably shouldn't have been shopping on the floor. I probably should have been paying attention to the floor. But no, I have a giant Sailor Moon piggy bank that I got at the show this uh, this past year because it's it's available to me now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things I didn't have when I was like, you know, 11 years old. Like my nephew's, you know, 20 years old. He had all this kind of stuff growing up. I didn't. So now mm-hmm. I, I get to kind of relive. Yeah what i missed yep and i, I think, think it's nice on my phone you first no 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 go i was gonna say i think it's nice too you know for the vendors and stuff to see the support from the people that are putting the event together more importantly yeah. than anything yep i mean i was just gonna say that one thing that i loved growing up was model kit model kits especially mm-hmm. gundams and now it's like when i go to a con it's like i just make it a point to you know get on the ball because it's available now like you were saying, Jasmine, it's just you got to get it's it available to us. Like now. Yeah, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's at the when you make it a point to go to cons, especially our local cons in the area, it's that's one amazing thing you can look forward to. I love wa- like just walking the vending floor when uh, Banks and I are finished with you know our business portion of it. It's just enjoying mm-hmm. it and being a kid. Yeah, so, yeah. It's and it's we're looking forward to you know being a superstar anime and you know, interviewing the cosplayers that are going to be there and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that me and D always encounter when we're interviewing cosplayers is I've never been interviewed before or, you know, yeah. I, I have anxiety. I don't know what to say. And D, what do I always say? Just follow the lead. Just follow You're my right? lead. And that would just say, it's, follow my lead. Follow my lead. And and then it's, it's so easy. And so, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, last year was my first time going to Superstar Anime and I didn't have the team with me, but you know, this time the team is going to be there and we you know, we're going to be, do- we're going to be doing our thing and we're right. going to be interviewing people left and right. And we're going to be having a good time. So and I'm looking forward to that. That's what we do. Thanks. We snatch them up. Nah, how we snatch it. <laughs> oh, like, hey, no, like for, like, no, hey, for like real. Like, yeah. Like, like like legit, like uh, at NecoCon, there was a table. There was like this row of tables, and like nobody was at them. And Dee yep. was just like, "Yo, this would be a perfect spot to just set, set up. up and just mm-hmm. grab people as they walk by." Like that's all we were doing. Hey, you want to be interviewed? You want to be interviewed? Yep. You want to be interviewed? And I see you. Yeah, like, wasn't that? Wasn't that in the? Uh, that was in the vendor room, right? So as people uh, no, were coming it in, wasn't, was it was the, the art. Room? It was the art art gallery. Yeah, the art gallery. Yeah, yeah. 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 It wasn't and a as lot they of were coming in, in we would just ask hey, them, and then uh-huh. they just step right up, and we just 
Yeah. Uh huh. And then like you know, we had we had D son Isaiah there with us, and it's like they saw him, and then like oh. the rest was history. Yeah, you know? he was Terry Bogart. So uh-huh. got some cool shots with people. So it was yeah. cool. Uh-huh. It, was yeah, cool. it was a fun time. That's so right. my final question for you, and uh then Trevor D, y'all can ask y'all's questions is because it is Black History Month, I want to know who is your favorite Black character, whether it be, you know, fiction or nonfiction and uh, mm. pop culture. So, I, like I said, I have an older brother and um, he was a comic book nerd in the family. Mm-hmm. He has tons of boxes of comic books. And, you know, you tell your little sister, don't touch it. Well, what am I going to do? I'm going to touch it anyway. <laughs> and um, uh, he used to leave a lot of his Marvel stuff around. So, of course, Storm became literally mm. my favorite. Uh, you don't get to see too many actual women in the comic oh. books, much less a black woman. Mm-hmm. And so I stayed with it. And uh, I didn't know very much then. I was just looking at the pictures. So when all the X-Men movies started coming out, then I got a little interested. I'm like, okay, they don't mention it much, but she's an Omega level mutant. Yeah. Okay. Bet. She's been my favorite ever since. Yeah. Respect. Storm. Yeah. Storm is like, she's one of the best. Um, she was one of the the shining moments to me, especially speaking of the character in the X Men movies. The first time they tried it, and I thought that Halle Berry. I thought she was a good Storm. I just. I, I did really. Too. I, I just, too. I just, I don't feel like they ever maximized on what they actually had as far as their casting. That's just yeah. how I feel about it. So, yeah, I feel like the only people that was really coming at Halle Berry were like, you know, serious comic was trolls. Nerds, you know what I'm saying? But trolls. I mean, I agree with you. You guys, I didn't know anybody like, was thought, coming for. Yeah, me no, bro, there oh, was some. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you got to think, I'm in middle school when it, you know, it came out in 2000. So, like, yeah, I wouldn't have been looking I'm literally at that going fresh in the sixth grade. So, for me, I'm not hearing that noise. I was yeah. excited that they got somebody like her to play her, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, plus, at the time, Halle Berry was huge. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. Storm, and Storms, of, you know. And, and I remember, you know, just seeing that Halle Berry, because of course, it's like, you know, we interview people all the time up here and we'll ask them, like, oh, well, you know, that animated you were on, like, were you watching it before you voiced the character up there? And sometimes they're like, no, sometimes they're like, yeah. And it's like, it just always made me wonder. It's just like, well, is Halle Berry, is she a nerd? You know, did did she get in the X-Men movie because it's like she was a fan of the X-Men comics or the cartoon that was in the 90s? Or was this just a role that she was just like, oh, okay, I'll do it. It's probably yeah, I mean, a mixture of all wonder. of them. Mm-hmm. You never know well, who's a... A comic book head or, you know, that's a Undercover nerds, like I used to always say. It's it's cool to be a nerd now. Like, you can be a nerd and not have to worry about being... Yeah, whereas, like, back then, it's just like, oh, nah, I I know what that is. It's kind of like, I remember in WWE, uh, it was a segment between Booker T and Goldust. And Gold, like, Mm -hmm. I want to say either Star Wars Episode 1. It was probably Star Wars Episode 2, I think. And Goldust had a lightsaber, and Booker T was just like, I don't watch that stuff, man. That stuff's for nerds, yada, 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 this and that. And then Booker T, he pulled out a lightsaber, and then, like, he just started cutting a promo like a Jedi. And I was just like, see, like, that's some undercover nerds, man. They try to Mm -hmm. act like they don't watch this stuff, but on the on the low, they really watch it. But mm-hmm, they got right. that image to preserve, you know. Just like my tag partner, Diamond Victor Grill, it's just like you would think that he don't know stuff, but then he knows you know, stuff. Like he come, yeah, he knows stuff, and like one of his things is is just like I might not know a lot, but as long as I know a little, I can have a conversation with anybody. So, thank you for answering my question about you know who your favorite character, because Storm. <laughs> is a really, really good choice. And yep. it's somebody that everybody loves. And I hope that we get to see more of her when we finally see the X-Men and the MCU. And, and I, MCU. Hope that, mm. I hope the that MCU. they treat her like the Omega-level mutant that she is. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, Trav, did you have uh, another question or did you want to pass the ball to D? No, it's not It's not really a question. It's more of a... Uh, I don't know what it is. We're going we gonna to find out what it is. <laughs> but, you know... Con, you'll see it online. People love cons. They're kind of like concert goers. There's people that love going to concerts. There's people that love going to cons. 
for people like me who's riddled with anxiety, it, it's scary, you know, to deal. You're talking about 6,000 people. There, there's probably going to be more than 6,000 people at this next one. It, it's a growing thing. What, what do you say to those people that might be hesitant to show up to a con to ease their, you know, tensions a little bit? So that was me. I, um, I am so shy and nervous. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I actually had my friend come with me to my first con as my safety blanket. And then she moved. And then I didn't have anyone to go with. So instead, I wanted to still be in the atmosphere, but I didn't want to be alone because I'm a chicken. So I started volunteering. Mm. So in 2016, Hampton Comic-Con was the first, that was their first show. And I just signed up to volunteer so I could still be there, but not be alone. Um, It didn't put me in the way of all the thousands of people because I'm behind the registration desk. You know, I still get to talk to people. I still get to see the cosplayers on my break. I can go walk the vending floor. You still get to be a part of it. And you don't actually have to be in the thousands of people. So when I'm not actually working a con, which is almost never um, I'll just take a break, go outside, get some fresh air. You know, you get your badge, you can come in and out because sometimes you have to take that break. Um, I go up to DC to go to BlurCon. I have a room mm-hmm. so that if it gets overwhelming, gets too hot, I need a break, I go to my room. Um, and most cons are in hotels and you can, you can get out and take that break, but still be around your people because that's, yep. that's where you are. You're with your people. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you know what? I want to piggyback off of Trav's question because I think that that really is a good question. Um, You know, what are going to be some of the COVID guidelines at the con? Because I know that, uh, you know, there have been stories of some of the recent cons that have uh, been going on and like people have been catching COVID at these cons. And I know in certain areas, you don't have to wear a mask. You can be at the con. If you're vaccinated, you're good, but you don't know who's vaccinated. So, like, what guidelines do you have in place? So, you know, that way people that want to come to the cons, they know that they'll be safe when they come there. So we, you have to follow, A, the convention center's rules, B, local, and then C, state. You have to follow all of those guidelines. Um while we don't require vaccine cards like some other cons are doing, um, we do require a mask. So if the convention center says wear a mask, we say you wear a mask. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. All of our vendors, all of our artists, anybody who's paying for a table on that floor has to have a mask on. Um, all of the volunteers, so the people who are going to be close to you, putting wristbands on you, checking your wristband at the door, checking your props, Everybody has to have a mask on. Um, we actually keep, we've bought thousands of masks and they're at the help desk. They're at the front desk. They're at the ticket office. Any, if you don't have a mask, we have them for you. Um, everybody should still feel safe. What we've done with the floor is cut down on the number of vendors and artists so that the tables can also be socially distanced. So not only are they the tables themselves are eight feet long. They're six feet apart. Mm -hmm. So everything is socially distanced in our panel rooms. The chairs are six feet apart. So um, we don't want to be the super spreader event. Mm -hmm. That's right. I love that. that. And, and I'm sure everybody that's, you know, that's going to either watch or listen to this. It's like, they'll appreciate that too, because at the end of the day, it's like everybody just wants to be safe when they go Mm -hmm. to these things. And especially with the number of cases that, you know, have been rising and whatnot, it's just like, you want to just be safe, you know, even if you're vaccinated and uh, you've taken the booster shots and everything like that, you know, you just want to be safe. And I, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you saying that. So, uh, you know, now that we're here at the end, D, he has his final questions. He, he always asks all of our guests. So D, that's right. Passing the ball to you. <laughs> all right. I got you. Okay. So question number one, Favorite 80s or 90s movie? Or both, if you have one of each. Doesn't have to be anime-specific. Just so you're clear. Go for it. So, 80s. Favorite 80s movie. Um, 
So terrible. But it's back to the future. I haven't gotten that one yet either. That's a oh great habit. Great. Pick. That's like one of my first movie memories. My mom is like super movie goer. Like she sees everything right. in the movie. And Don Brown. So, mm-hmm. Yes. Like we have Back to the Future one, two, and three on VHS, on DVD. Like we have it everywhere. Back to the Future is like the best eighties movie ever. Top I can tier. agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah. Iconic then, movie, man. Nineties. Yep. Terminator two. Oh, mm. You know. I actually really, I know that I've seen Terminator 2 a handful of times before I ever got a chance to see the first one. And I loved the transition from one to two. Yeah. You know, I love that scene. I think it's in the first one where he's chasing them and they're in the uh, Mack truck trying to get away. Yeah. And he's yep. doing the thing with the shotgun. Epic. Epic. Yeah. Another great pick. Wonderful Absolutely. pick. Um, now, second part or second question is going to be favorite. Well, let me see. Growing up, was there something that scared you, whether it was a movie, soundtrack, toy? What was that thing that went bump in the night when you were growing up that stuck with you? (laughs) So this is probably before everybody's time, but um, Pee Wee Herman's uh, Mm. Big Adventure. Mm -hmm. Um, it It was a lady in the truck, Large Marge. Mm-hmm. And her face just did some crazy something. And when she said, "Tell him large marks," and she, I don't know, I was like seven when I saw that, and I will, I will never. I'm 41 years old. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do it. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Oh uh-huh. my god! I guarantee I Banks never seen this movie. Ooh. No, I have. I have seen the movie, but it's been a long time. I've seen. I've seen that one, and then what was which one came out first, Pee Wee's Adventure or the circus one? Because there's I think two. Big Top was after. Okay, mm-hmm. Big Top was okay. I just want to say that that's not the first time I can't remember who, but I had heard people that thought that certain aspects of those movies had creeped them out. It's not of course, the first it's time Tim Burton. I've heard that. So, oh, yeah, I mean, well, we all know Tim, but it's yeah. just it's interesting that it's. You know, just his shooting style, I guess, you know? Just yeah, no, that's terrifying. Yep. So. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful answers. I love those. They Thank were different, you. too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's the best part about my wrap-up questions, man. We've gotten mm-hmm. some really interesting answers. So, mm-hmm. Thank you, thank that's you, true. thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. So, yes, ma'am. so with that being said, Jasmine, we're here at the end of the interview. Thank you so much for coming up here and celebrating Black History Month with us and being our final guest mm-hmm. for the month. So before we let you go, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at and where they can find Superstar Anime at. Uh, okay, so you can find me everywhere. Uh, PSN, Jojo Kitty, 1920. Um, IG, Jojo Kitty, 1920. Um, please get on Superstar Anime on Twitter, on IG, and on Facebook. And for the Winter Wonderland Anime Extravaganza, which is in Fredericksburg, we go by the same name for Facebook. And you can find it on www.superstaranime.com slash Winter Wonderland. Nice. Guys, what an another amazing episode that we had up here on the podcast, man. We just finished interviewing the runner of Superstar Anime and Princess Jasmine. She was an awesome person. We're hoping everybody that's listening to this episode that you do go to Superstar Anime. We hope that you are there. We hope that we see you. And if you see us, we'll interview you. You know, wear your favorite cosplay. We'll be there. We'll talk with you about uh, anime, Mm -hmm. video games, all that other cool stuff. So uh, with that being said, thank you, everybody, for, you know, being here with us for each episode for Black History Month. We had some incredible guests and we just appreciate you guys always listening to us and supporting us. You know, make sure that you keep on leaving those awesome reviews on Apple Podcasts and stuff like that and giving us those ratings because they really do help. So with that being said, Trav, let them know where they can find you at a social media land. That's right. You already know. You can find me on the Instagram at ZK Audio, where I'm also on the Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K, where you can also find me on Letterboxd, ranking and rating my daily movie watches. My man D-A, where we rebellion at. You can find me at rebellious double underscore D23 Instagram.com. Hey, and Banks, like I said, if they need a superstar hero, 
where can they find one? Yeah. Hey, you can find me at Hero Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to this brand new episode and our final episode for Black History Month. Make sure that you follow us on all of our social media accounts at Loving Up Banks. That's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube where we have video reviews, interviews of videos of uh, the interviews that we do up here on the channel. And we also have reaction videos. That is at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And if you're feeling generous and would love to donate to us, we do have a Patreon. It's at Leveling Up Banks. Thank you to our patrons who donate to us because you really do help us out. And we really appreciate you and love you for doing that for us. And uh, with that being said, thank you again. We hope that you all had a really good Black History Month. Thank you for celebrating it with us. We'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Stay positive. Keep that pinky up. Peace.